Welcome to the Word on the Street, where you and your family will find yourself engrossed in the Bible, captivated by a variety of stories, and contemplating the deeper, more meaningful things in life. And here is your host, Anna Ware. It is a very humbling thing to admit you're wrong. Humbling is making yourself not especially important, or treating others as more important than yourself. For some people, it is humbling to say they can't do something. For some people, it's humbling to say, I was wrong. For me, I like to be excellent. I like people to think that I'm excellent. And I don't like to make a mistake. What about you? How do you feel when you are wrong or when you make a mistake? Maybe you feel humbled. It's also a humbling thing to be last. When you have to be last, you might feel like you are not as important as others. Last in a race, last to get a place in a team, last to get an invitation to a party. Do you feel like you have a special importance? In the area where I live in Sydney, most kids try to get a special skill in some area because it makes them feel important, special. They might choose something that interests them and work hard at becoming the best in that area, whether it be dancing, soccer, music, or even maths or English. To get an award or a trophy makes you feel special. But do we need to feel special like that? Do we need to work towards being important? The thing is, we actually already are. God has created us and loves us perfectly. We are so important to God. Philippians chapter 2 verses 5 to 8 says, Christ was truly God, but he didn't try to remain equal with God. Instead, he gave up everything and became a slave when he became like one of us. Christ was humble. He obeyed God and even died on a cross. In this passage, we find out that Jesus was special. He was God. But he didn't feel the need to keep a hold of that. He gave up his position as God in heaven. And we celebrate that at Christmas when he was born. And his birth was humble, wasn't it? It wasn't just humble that he was born in a stable. It wasn't just humble that he was placed in a dirty manger. It wasn't just humble that his visitors were lowly shepherds. The wise man came a fair few months later, maybe even years. But what was the most humbling thing about Jesus' birth is that he is God and he gave up his status as God in heaven to become a human as well. Jesus is God and human at the same time. What do you think? I want to know which job would you choose if it was offered to you and you didn't have to study for it or anything. If you were given the option to become a lawyer or to become a fisherman, which one would you choose? Which job would you choose if you got to clean toilets or you got to be a social media influencer or YouTuber? What if you were offered to be a king or to be a ticket collector at a toll booth? 
Which one would you choose if you were offered to collect garbage bins or to be a politician? God tells us that no one is better than others. We are all loved equally in his eyes. But people see that some careers are better than others, more prestigious, which means that people look up to you if you take on a specific career and they give you respect and admiration. But does that mean that those people in those specific careers are more important than others? Maybe to some people, but not to God. Today's story! In today's story, there is a king. This king is rich. He lives a life of luxury in his luxurious palace. This is because he is supernatural. He is powerful and can control anything. The weather, the plants, the seasons, animals. His cattle are healthy and strong and vast. His sheep are smart and they never fall in a ditch. They never get sick. This king's dogs can read his mind and fetch him whatever it is that he wants. This king is living an amazing life. The king wants to control his people as well because they don't always make the best decisions. Many of his people, his subjects in the land, don't behave wisely. He hears stories of them cheating one another. They say horrible things to one another, often even to people that they love. The king has the power to control them, to force them to act honourably. He would love to tap into his power, but he knows that his subjects will end up becoming just like his animals, doing everything for him and nothing of their own free will. The king wants these people to be different from the animals. He wants them to be his friends, to be good company. He wants a relationship with them. The king wants his people to love him and he wants his people to choose to obey him. So he restricts his power and he chooses not to control them. He allows his people to make their own choices, no matter how bad they are. Some of the king's subjects do make good choices. And the king loves that. When his subjects choose to obey him, the king quickly promises them a reward for the future. He listens to them, makes sure they're looked after. He becomes their friend. There comes a time, however, when there is a need for the king to leave his palace. He needs to go to the people. He has a job to do. To leave his palace and go to the people means that he needs to ditch his powers. He can't take these powers out of the palace, even though they work on people out of the palace. He's restricted. Very humbling to leave such a majestic place and to leave his powers. Should the king leave? No, being powerful is too important. He could just stay in the palace and ignore the job that he's got to do. Or maybe yes. It depends on how important the job is. Is it a vital task to do? Can someone else do it? How long will it be for? Will he be able to come back and resume taking care of his kingdom, resume his powers and his position? The king looks into these questions 
he discovers that yes, the job is of utmost importance. No one else can do the task. It will take many years to do this task and it will be the hardest task that anyone has ever done. But yes, he will be able to resume his elevated position as king, return to the palace, and the subjects, his people, will have been looked after in a way that many people will choose to love and obey him as king. And he will have this wonderful friendship with his people. I only read half of the Bible passage earlier. I'm going to read the other half now from Philippians chapter 2, 8 to 11. Christ was humble. He obeyed God and even died on a cross. Then God gave Christ the highest place and honoured his name above all others, so that at the name of Jesus, everyone will bow down, those in heaven, on earth and under the earth. And to the glory of God the Father, everyone will openly agree, Jesus Christ is Lord. People may not say Jesus Christ is Lord now or next year, but when Jesus comes back to earth, Everyone will realise how amazing he is and they will not be able to help but worship him. Question time! Question number one. How has today's episode changed the way you see the nativity story of Jesus' birth? Question number two. Does Jesus' humility, when he gave up his high position in heaven, spur you on to become more humble? And how? There is one more episode for season four and that is coming up next week. Until then, keep living for Jesus, keep staying humble. That brings us to the end of this episode. But please don't stop chatting about these things. Keep thinking about everything you've heard in today's episode and keep asking questions and discussing things with your family throughout the week. If you want to discover more episodes and resources about our Saviour Jesus and to learn more about the Bible, please head on over to the wordonthestreetpodcast.com. There's a link in the show notes and you'll also find there's a copy of today's passage. We are really looking forward to you joining us again soon.